So, what up? Welcome to another episode of Thoughts Spending Podcast. I'm your host, Shot. Today, I'm joined by a special guest. Go ahead and ask yourself. Hello, hello, everybody. This is Knowledge Equals Green. You find me on IG. Uh, my friends call me Sincere. What's up? What up? Nothing much, man. How you been, bro? It's been a long minute. I heard from you, man. Yeah, man. Just just uh, dealing with life, you know, trying to, trying to make something out of nothing. No, you know? I get that. You want to tell listeners a little bit about yourself, about your background, whatever? Well, uh, get an idea about who you are and all of that. Well, I guess where do I start, man? Um, I, I guess I guess I could start at you know an IT man. I'm an I'm an IT guy. You know my backgrounds in in information technology. Um, right now I'm a, an IT project manager. Um, on the side I, I dabble in real estate, uh, credit repair, uh, wealth education, and, and, and things of that nature. Um, just trying my best to uh, make uh, myself and and the people around me a lot better. Nah, I feel that, bro. That's that's good. So, uh, as far as credit repair goes, so can you give us a little idea, like how how that works? Well, I mean, it it, it depends. You know, some people don't even really need credit repair. Some people, you know, uh, are doing okay and and they just trying to get to a you know a higher credit score. So, say they got like a seven thirty or something, mm-hmm. they trying to get to an eight hundred, or if they got a six twenty, they trying to get to a six eighty, so they can get that that good. Uh, you know, discount on, on, on their uh, their rates, you know, car payments, uh, home mortgage loans, things of that nature. I got you. All right. So I guess to give it like a little bit of like get a little bit tuned into your personality a bit. Uh, yeah. I was going to ask you. Uh, so what personal trait do you think got you in the most trouble? This can't that had to be recent. It could be as a kid or whatever. Personal trait that got me into the most trouble. I, I, I guess I would say my mischievousness. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm, I, I like to, uh, you know, sometimes I get bored, you know, because my mind is constantly, you know, racing and, and, and thinking about a bunch of different things. You know, I still want to enjoy life. I still want to take part in the shenanigans, mm-hmm. you know, that we see every day on social media. Of course. Things, things like that. So, you know, over time, uh, you know, there's been a lot of situations where I'll say, hey, you know, what happens if I if I screw this up or, you know, I mess with this person or, you know. Yeah, I get it. Nah, <laughs> I mean, it's about it's a balance. At the same time, I know, like, we all try and work towards better stuff, but. You gotta have a balance of having fun. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I, I mean, get that. You know what? what so what, what's your trait? You know, it got you in trouble. Oh, you plenty of times. Easy, running my mouth, man, <laughs> and not like you know talking behind somebody's back, but like just being like disrespectful. Oh, yeah. I'm the type of person where it's like I try. I like to speak my mind a lot, and not everybody really likes that. Some people like I, I guess sugarcoated stuff, yeah. but for me, I'm pretty direct, very transparent with right, stuff. Right. You feel me? So sometimes I say something like, "Hey, so I'm really feeling that what you're doing," and then my like, Damn, why are you telling me like that, man? You couldn't. I'm like, nah, bro. Like, I'm not feeling it for X, Y, Z reason. Feel me? And even like, I even give you like a, a like a, I guess a situation when I was in high school. I remember it was like tenth grade, whatever, and my had a bio teacher, and I forgot what the situation was. But long story short, she said something disrespectful to me, and I was like, "Are right, you goofy, bitch?" Oh, so then she's like, "You said what? Excuse me?" I'm like, "You heard me," and I was like, "All right, bet." Wrote me up and shit. No, this is, my what, folks this, what, what grade school was this? Was this is middle school. Oh, this is high school, bro. Oh, this is okay. like tenth. Oh right. Yeah, so I'm like, cause she was like, I, like, like I said, so I don't really hold back a whole lot. Granted, that situation, looking back as an adult, that wasn't necessary. But when you a teenager, man, you don't be thinking about that kind of stuff. You like math effort. If anything, you more concerned about the reaction you gonna get when you call this lady a bitch to her face. Yeah. And they, you know they were scared to do it. You know? Yeah, exactly. So you know, <laughs> live and learn. You know, but. Yeah. That's, you know, that's definitely life, man. You, you definitely want to, like, and that goes back to that mischievousness. It's a little bit involved in that, too. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you know, I told you. What you going to do? 
Exactly, man. She almost ruined my Christmas, bro. Oh man. Yeah, that, that, thankfully it didn't escalate to that point, but you know. I don't even want to talk about school, man. School was crazy for me, man. <laughs> nah, we you all know, grow up in the city, man. It's 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 uh it's a different type of uh you know experience, man. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Now, I don't know if I said you know you being from Baltimore City, it's a, it's a big, it's it's a little it's a little different. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta you gotta move a certain way, especially when you know you're growing up over east, man. It's a lot of it's a lot of uh. You know things you gotta worry about that the average person doesn't. No, nah, I'm here. I mean, I stayed. I stayed on the east side for about three years or whatever. So I seen some I things. Wish, man. Yeah, I had like I had a snippet. I didn't get the full lifestyle, but you know, I got an idea. It's been some. It's been some wild situations. I had to run up on some teenagers being disrespectful and shit, sitting in my car, you run, knocking on my door, running down, running up on somebody. It's kind of different than getting ran up on. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a one eighty, man. You know, and especially me, I was a skinny guy, so you know, the next thing I probably punch you in the mouth, you laugh. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> nah. You know? But the thing is, though, you can't. But I think one thing. Well, I knew this before going up there, but I always thought like you know, when you live somewhere, you can't live in fear, man. So you know, oh, no. like every once in a while, I might go to my like apartment. It be like five dudes just hanging out in front of my door, and I'm like, "So y'all gotta go somewhere, man. Like I live here, you know. I got women coming in and out." You can't be out here trying to, you know, have somebody shook and shit. I'm not the one. I hate it. You know, and but yeah, but the thing is, like, instead of me just like engaging, trying to act like wolf on them and shit, I'm like, yo, man, I appreciate if y'all would do. And most of the time, they had obliged. I ain't really had no situation where it's like I had to get physical with somebody or something like that. I try to talk it out before I try to throw my hands, you know? No, no, man. So. I, got, I got scars for days on both knuckles. Dang, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it, it, it's just a matter of, you know, I didn't, I didn't, we didn't play disrespect only because, you know, once somebody saw it, Mm-hmm. You free game, exactly. You like know, you food. Def- it's definitely free game, especially over east, man. Because you you walk down the street and somebody look at you, and you you make eye contact with them. You know, maybe you thinking that maybe you know this person. They looking at you, and first thing they say, yo, what the fuck you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> nah, exactly. Like, you know, there's something you, you say something back to them, but you know, at that point in time, you know, I was younger, man. I had dreads. You know, I'm I'm out here doing what what, what niggas do. Yeah, of course. Know? And, and, and you know you, you you get yourself into a lot of problems you know in a lot of situations that you don't you it take years to get away from yeah years to get away from man you know and, and luckily I was one of those people who one survived and secondly learned from it you know it's because it's a lot of guys that I still know that still live you know in those same places you still catch them in front of the same liquor stores you know still selling the same you know whatever yeah, they doing exactly it's it's, it's 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 life you know but. It's it's a progressive type of ordeal. If if you're a real man or a real adult, yeah, you, know, you can only get better. Exactly. You can't like. I think that's a tough part. I think some people have an issue with like growing up or working towards more because they they feel as though how can I put this? They kind of they're kind of uh not stagnant, but they're kind of um comfortable with the where they're yeah, at in life. You content. feel me? Yeah. yeah they con- there you go. They're content with where they're at. They don't really try to work towards other stuff or try to learn other stuff outside their block. You know. Well, I mean, really, what's in it for them? You know, what's what's why should I do the right thing? You know. Yeah. Like a lot of my friends, I I could I could show them, you know, the, the progress I made in my life, but that's not more important to them than getting the bitches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not important more important to them than to getting money the fast way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 that's a, that's hard to compete with. You know, going and going getting a nine to five and learning financial literacy and all that stuff like that. That's cool, but you know, is it going to put me in events tomorrow? Right. You know, am I going to make $3,200 a month? Am I going to make 15000 this week? You know, like, it, 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 the real numbers, they really hit you in the face. And, 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 you know, it's hard to, you know, convince the person with, you know, that's making $9 an hour, you know, that, yeah. that you know, 
if he give you a pack, you're gonna be straight. Right. Versus if I give you this knowledge in six months, your credit would be better. Right. I <laughs> guess. Yeah. I guess because it's, it's like it's hard, hard to compete with instant gratification. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a problem we all face in some degree. You yeah, know, yeah. we expect stuff to happen overnight, but it doesn't work that way. But I just, I, you know, I just keep pushing, man. At a, at a certain point, I had to realize that. You know, it's it's people in this world that's going to do what they want to do, and it, and it's people in the world that's that's going to learn from the things that they do. You know, yeah. and that's just it. You know. Yeah. What they say, a lot of people learn, uh, learn from others' mistakes or something like that. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I know people who literally will look at somebody and make a mistake and say, "That's not me. I'm not going. I'm not going to make that mistake." You know, right. they still make a mistakes, but they like, I don't need to learn from him. He's not me. You right. Know? And and they keep doing their thing. You know, they keep pushing. They keep making mistakes. They keep. They stay in the same, you know, kind of stigma, but you know, they happy. You know, what I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's something. It's something in what they're doing that is good for them. You know, and I can't. I used to judge people when it came to stuff like that. And, yeah, I did know, too. But you can't. You can't judge people, man, because this world is huge. You know, people going. People going to do what they need to do so they can feel hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nah, I get that. It's yeah. different walks of life, and everybody goes on different paths of life. Yeah. Whatever works for them works for them. That's you know. So I get that. So uh, another. Like interpersonal, trying to get more into your personality and stuff. Uh, what was your most uh, embarrassing childhood memory that you're cool with speaking on? Because I'm sure not people not too big on that. But. Embarrassing childhood memory. Yeah. Embarrassing. Oh man. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm running for the uh for the for the bus, man. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, and 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 mind you, I I thought I was a G at that point in time. And, and, but gee, I still had to ride the bus. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know. So I see the bus coming. You know, they're like, "Man, yo, the bus coming!" So I turn around. I get to running. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as soon as I got to the bus, right before he pulled off, I hit like a. I, I tripped over my own foot. I get to rolling. My stomach out. Bag, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mind you, I'm, I'm a G. Right. Yeah, that's embarrassing. <laughs> so, you know, it was embarrassing as I don't know what. And not only that, the bus driver pointed as he rolled up the street. Oh, yeah, asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Damn. You know, it, 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 the people on the bus was laughing hard. You know, and then I got to my destination and the, and the people that was on the bus was my friends. Oh, and they took part that course. in the nonsense. They dogged you when you got the class. Yeah, sure. man. I was hurt about that. You know, because... It, it, you, you get to a certain point where you don't put yourself in situations that you can get embarrassed. Yeah. So, you know, the first chance a mom got yep. to see you embarrassed, they're going to they gonna live in it. They, gonna, they ain't going to let it down. You know what I mean? I was hurt about that. Of course, man. But nah, I'll tell you one for me. Yeah. This is a story I probably never told before. So oh, back boy. when I was like, I had to have been about like five or six years old or whatever. So my older brother, we're like 10 years apart. Mm -hmm. He used to go to this basketball court to play basketball or whatever with some other teenagers and stuff. So me, you know, I used to play with action figures and shit like that. And this one girl used to bully the shit out of me. Like she would take my toys and shit. But one time she went to the extreme, put my ass in a trash can and oh. rolled me down the fucking hill. Oh my lord! Like, <laughs> no, I'm like, this is this is real, bro. But you know what? At the end of the day, that built character for me. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. No, but wait, when you're a kid, though, you don't think about it like that. Like oh, after man. that situation happened, I think like, damn man, she don't see me as garbage or something like that. I was just a kid thinking like, this is regular shit. That's one thing, man. Like, where you bully, like, you know, bullying is, is something serious. You know, people really deal with it, and, and especially in, the, in, in our community, yeah. they don't really, you know, give it as much light as it, as I feel it, it, was, it deserves. You know, I was bullied 
and that bully, that bullying really turned me into a real asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I get it. You know, because it, it puts you like you don't want to be on the receiving end. Yeah, exactly. You know all that, so you want to be on the other side of it. You know, the the person that's giving it. You know, exactly. Like I, I you know, I, and for the people that struggle with that, you know, my 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 heart is with you because you know it's it's hard dealing with, especially in the moment. Yeah, you know, because you can't think; you just react. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. as a as a as a kid, at least for me, I guess it's different for for uh, us because we didn't really have social media to. Uh, expand on the shit. Mm-hmm. Like you get into a fist fight with somebody, that's it. Yeah. If people weren't there, it's all hearsay. Yeah, you feel me. And even then, like <coughs> years later down the road, it's like remember that one time you got into a fight with such and such. Mm-hmm. That's really it. And to the point where like you getting retweets, posting videos about it, and all of that. We didn't really incriminate ourselves like that when we were younger. No, you know, like a lot of kids today. I mean, we did, we did, but to it, a we didn't have social media. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, it goes off word of mouth. Like yeah, it's that. a legend. Such and such <laughs> might have. Got into a fight with somebody, or someone could have got shot at, or something like that. But you really don't know because mm-hmm. you weren't there. There's no video evidence of it, so yeah. we kind of took it on the chin. Yeah, it's compared to you know kids like the generation behind us. Oh yeah, you know so. And that was a transition for me, man. Just you know coming from the streets, like you, if you look, that it, it, just the way that street cats carried themselves, mm-hmm. you know, over the years when social media came into play, I had people who would never take a picture. Yeah, you know, a couple then, of them is like that to this day. And then, and then now, wait, you know that they, they they did they never took a picture, but until social media really got popular, now here they are. They you know they 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 stunting, you know they they you know they showing everything that they got, and this is just something I grew up never seeing. Yeah, you know I grew up respecting these these guys because they wasn't involved in the mainstream, and now you know they they are part of the mainstream. That's that's that was that was confusing for me, and it really that took is. away the romanticism I had for the streets. Why because, is that? Why did it? Why? Yeah. Because you know, if if you got these these guys who moved a certain way for so many years, and then all of a sudden they just changed, so they people can see them. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was a lot for me. Nah, you know what? I'm glad you said that because now I've always wanted to have a conversation about this with people that kind of like subscribe to that street lifestyle to a degree. Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, looking back in hindsight, cause I know you're st- well, far away from that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Plus jail is cold, man, especially in the winter. <laughs> I've heard, but the whole like, uh, I guess like the, the whole not snitching thing. Now, granted, I'm not into what? you know street shit, but my thing is like, people are really willing to do like two, three decades for somebody man. all because of their name. No, nah, man, it's 2019. Yeah, everybody telling. Yeah, everybody telling. <laughs> Come on, nah, brother. Nah, every yeah. is I, I, one one thing a, a police officer told me. He said one in every African, one in three African males. Mm-hmm. Is is a is an informant, really? So that means not the one person, not the other person, but the other person. If it came down to it, they gonna have, they gonna hold they they gonna say, look, man, he did it. I got a family. Yeah, you know, and and, and but that go both ways. Like, it, I see it should too. I respect you less because you protected your family? Right. Or, you know, it, it, because he's saying if if you murder you murdered the dude, mm-hmm. that's not my that's not my problem. You you got me involved. Some sometime, man, I used to be in a car with people. And I didn't even know they had guns. Yeah. We get in the house, they drop it on the table. Clink, clink, what? We was at Taco Bell. Right. <laughs> Why you got a gun? Just what, in case. Uh, I mean, did you did you want the cinnamon fries? They didn't have them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what, what was going to happen in between where we at and in, 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 in the Taco Bell? Right. You know, that, but that's the lifestyle that they living. You know, next thing you know, you in a shootout. And they, they wondering if you're going to tell. They might shoot you before you even get a question to ask. Damn, that's true. And, and I'll, I'll give you another example, man. When I was when I was seventeen, I got locked up for for dem, uh, domestic disturbance or something yeah. like that. You know, and of course I was a minor. So as soon as I got in there, 
they named all my friends. And they said, you've been hanging with blah, blah, blah. And he been here and he told us blah, blah, blah. So you need to tell us blah, blah, blah. Wow. You know, I'm like, so how do they know all this if nobody told them? Because another police officer told me, we don't have a case if nobody snitched. Hmm. So don't, don't, y'all don't get caught up in that lifestyle, you know, and let people confuse you and think that they hard and they not going to tell. Man, they tell as soon as that door closed, man. Because nah, if, if you facing 15 years fair time. And you're doing you, 9% of that. Come on, man. I done seen too many people do it and come home and not nothing happened to them. Now, granted, mm -hmm. it is a situation where, you know, some guys, they tell and, you know, they not that important. Mm -hmm. So people will do something to them. Right. But, you know, rarely, 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 rarely does that happen because I might not be in a street like that, but I got to keep these dudes close because I got to know what time it is. Right. You know, I'm still from the I'm still from the city. I still go in the city every Friday. I still go in the city, you know, might randomly through, throughout the week, you know, and stuff like that because my family is there. Everybody didn't, you know, you know, elevate themselves. And it's not, not you know, not not to say anything about them. Yeah, but got people you like know, that. you you still I still love the same dudes. I still love the same chicks. You know, I still love the same people. I got love for people, so I'm going to be in the environment where they at, where they got love at. You know, and that's just how it is, man. You know, these I didn't just I just seen a, a young guy come home. You know, and, and he was supposed to get 25, and he was only gone for a year. Wow, it ain't no way possible. Yeah, that's a quick 180. Ain't no way possible. Yeah. I ain't telling nobody. And, and, and I'm I'm asking people like yo how how is it possible that he's still living? Cause I remember man 2009 2008 mm -hmm. you know when I was still really out there doing it and you know you you see a dude go to the store and somebody just straight shoot him in his face you know but that that's ten years ago yeah you know the social media stuff is still there you know you still it's hard it's not easy the cameras in the city now mm -hmm. can zoom in on you from six blocks away in full HD with sound. Damn, so they can tell location where the gun came from, what kind of gun it oh was. Oh my goodness, man. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at these videos like, yo, how do you even trap now? You trap, for yeah. real. Nah, you are. You definitely trap. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not, you can't even go, you can't hit a sale behind a behind a te behind a, uh, the store no more because the camera right there, you know, and and you think because it's a blue light blinking, they let you know the police there. Nah, every time that light blink, mm -hmm. it's auto-focusing. Really? Yeah, I never man. that. Right on you, and I'm like, man, it's this this real life, man. I'm I'm gonna stick to computers. <laughs> wow, nah, that's real, son. I'm sticking to computers, man. You know, but you know that I could talk about that stuff all day, man. Nah, I get it. Talk though. about it all day, man. But, yeah, you but, know, damn. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy. So, well, I guess a little bit back towards your background. So, what made you kind of, uh, well, what point did you have that realization? Like, yo, it's more my life to life than just you know. What I see around me, like I, I see value in myself, and I see where myself could be at. Well, it was it was two points. The first point is when I had my daughter. When mm -hmm. I had my daughter, you know, I looked around and and I realized that because a lot of the strength that I had in myself outside came from the fact that I didn't care if I lived it or I died because I ain't had nothing to live for. Right. You know, I I didn't. You know, you come from whatever kind of family. You know, they ain't really there. You ain't got nothing to live for. You don't care about nothing. What happened to you? You can't. You ain't scared of nothing. They could. Threaten you, whatever. Right. You're not afraid because you don't have nothing to live for. But when I had my daughter, I'm like, all right, well, I got a, something to live for. I got a, I got a, a future for somebody else other than me. Yeah. So I had to, I had to take a step back and say, you know, Sin, what you doing? Yeah. Like, what, what are you doing for her? You know. And that was the first situation. Then, you know, later on down the line, when I realized that, you know, I, I, I went to college. Mm -hmm. You know, after, mind you, I graduated a year late. Okay. You know, because I got put out of Baltimore City and Baltimore County schools. 
you know, because of because of the type of person that I was. I spent nine months out of the schools. You know, I went down to North Avenue in Baltimore City, and I got myself back in school. You know, but I, I feel I, I felt like, all right, I need to get a higher education so when my daughter get older, she could say, all right, I need to get a higher education because my pops did. I see. Mind you, I'm the only person in my on my father's kids. He got six kids mm-hmm. that went to college. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it was a Lord. It was a different standard for me, and I don't, I don't push that on anybody because it came with a lot of uh, debt, you know. And you don't. A lot of people don't understand the debt that come with college, yeah. you know, and paying that stuff back, you know, and making sure that you you handling finances around that, you know. But it, after I went to school and I started working, I realized I had to get, you know, the certifications and stuff like that. So I got that, and then later on, I'm like, man, you know, this is cool. I make alright salary, mm-hmm. but. Is this going to be enough for me not to work for nobody? Because I don't want to have to clock in. Right. I don't want to have to call somebody and say, hey, I'm uh, I'm sick today. <laughs> yeah, got to <laughs> check know? in. No, I get that. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm got a little cough now. <laughs> but, you know, just check in and, and try to convince these people that they shouldn't fire me because I'm physically sick. Right. You know, and, and you know, a lot of people still is, is, and don't get me wrong, it's nothing wrong with going to work. But just for me personally, mm-hmm. I felt like I had to do a little bit more, so I ain't had to, you know. So when my daughter got older, I could give her something that she can say, you know, she don't have to, you know what I mean? Right, kind of like a head start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, another question I was thinking about, huh? So tell me a little bit about. Uh, I know you got some uh, businesses you working on. If oh you yeah. want, If you want to talk about, it, you don't have to. But no, man, I got a, I got a, I got my own IT company that I do um, IT repairs and, and consulting. Um, it's called Genesis CPU Masters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we expanding. You know, when it comes to anything uh, technical, but uh, besides that, I got a um, financial wealth company called uh, Make Wealth Real. Mm-hmm. Um, what we do with that is, you know, I got a group of uh, CPAs. You know, you give them a call, they say, uh, you know. What's your latest paycheck? You know, and they'll 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 take your latest paycheck and they'll say, hey, you can make more money on your paycheck. So we do something called an instant pay raise. Mm-hmm. So your next paycheck, you immediately get, you know, a, a instant pay raise on your on your paycheck. And then outside of that, we got land trust that we involve we uh we do um so you can make money off of land. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a home banking system where we teach people how to do home banking. Home banking is love. Home banking is love. Is it better than a credit union? It's home banking. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's home banking. What I mean by that is, so say when you go to the when when you go to the uh, bank and you say you want a, a loan, yeah, for five hundred dollars, something stupid. Yeah. You get a little credit card for five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Instead of paying the credit card payments back, mm-hmm. you take your own five hundred out, and you pay yourself interest. You set your own uh, limit. You know limit. I see. You, and, and when you when you when you miss a payment, you got to pay that twenty seven dollars to yourself. So. Hmm. Uh, that over the life of the loan that you you took out of your own savings account, mm-hmm. when you put that money back, you're gonna have that money plus interest. Hmm. The only reason the bank is dead because we don't know how to bank ourselves. Yeah. The only reason the government is dead is to control what we can't control ourselves. I see. You know, so with off off the years that I've studied, you know, I try to I try to put people in a position where as though they can do stuff like that for themselves. And that's that's what, you know, NWR does. Um, outside of my IT company, and then now you know I'm looking and I'm really moving into real estate, you know, wholesaling, mm-hmm. uh, investment properties, uh, and stuff like that. You know, I don't want to, I don't, I'm tired of looking at those people driving in a, in a, in a '98 Toyota Camry, 
you know, buy my job, but they got a six bedroom house yeah. and a Rolls Royce that you never see. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 where I want to be. I Wealthy. I don't want to be rich. You know what I mean? But in order to do that, you got to have multiple streams of income, or you just got to have something that's substantial enough, you know, to sustain your life. Yeah. And that's what I try to teach people. Anybody that I can come across, mm-hmm. you could be like yesterday when I ran into the cats at the Seven uh, Eleven. Yeah. You know, talking to them, they selling stolen goods. I say, yo, what y'all know about finances? You hustling. You got the mindset. All you got to do is put certain things in place so you can you can you know build something substantial. Exactly. You know, so it's it's a little bit it's a little bit more toward than that, man. But I got you know you. that's that's all the companies that I got going on at the same time, and it's the most stressful thing in the world. But at some point, I'm gonna scale it, and it's gonna be ran by itself. I see. So you pretty much like building a portfolio for yourself. Exactly. So okay, I get it. Yeah. So now as you said that, we'll talk about finances just a little bit. I wanted to ask you about. I know you know it's as far as like the stock market, housing market, a lot of stuff is kind of like, I don't know if we're guaranteed towards a recession or towards downturn in the in the economy, but well, where do you see it going within the next two to three years? Well, in the in the housing market right now, prices are low, and the demand is is low. Yeah. So you know, people are making good bread right now in the housing market, you know, but at the same time, it's slowing down because it's too too many people eating at once. Right. You know, so when that happens. Eventually, it's going to crash. Of course, like oh eight. This is this is what happened before the crash in oh eight. You know, yep. everybody was eating, everybody was booming off of the houses. You know, and then all of a sudden, you know, but they they did a lot of subprime loans. That's what really killed it. A yeah. lot of a lot of the loan offices was, you know, saying, "Hey, I got a five sixty credit score. Um, I can't get a house." They say, "No, I got you." They do some backdoor stuff. You got the highest interest rate in the world, but you got a house. That's so insane. You selling the house to them. They don't have any equity. You know what equity is? Of course. All right, so you well, know my j- listeners might not know for those that don't know. For, for those that don't know, you know, if you go and you buy a house and, and it's worth more than you bought it for, the difference is the equity. So if you if you bought a house that was two hundred and well, let's just say let's say a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. And the house is worth one hundred and fifteen thousand. Soon as you buy that house, you have fifteen thousand in equity. Now, I'm a smart dude, so mm-hmm. I know for a fact that fifteen thousand, I could pull that straight out. You can refinance, right? Cash out refinance. Yeah. You know, or, or whatever you're going to do. It's a lot of slick stuff you can do. I can, I can talk for days about that. Of course. But, you know, the equity is what's most important because, you know, a lot of people, they just say, all right, man, I need a spot. You know, like, I've been in, I've been renting for a minute. You mm-hmm. know, I need to go ahead and buy a house. And they go they go to the first realtor that their friend know or they aunt know or they mother know. And they, and they, and they take them somewhere and the realtor don't care. They nope. trying to get they six percent. I was gonna say that, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 that's another staple, you know, because I got I went and got my Maryland salesperson license last year, you know, dealing with that, and it's not even always six percent. Some people will, some brokers will give you seven percent. Some brokers will give you twelve percent. Some of them will do less than six percent. There's no staple in the in the real estate industry for a certain amount of interest that you make on a house. Oh, so there's no ethics in it, really? Not not, not when it comes to uh, commissions. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was strictly six percent, like nationwide. No, no, no. It, it's it's like you know, it's like what we know as the outsiders. Mm-hmm. You know, we the customers. Of course. You know, the people that's peddling this stuff is not going to tell you. You know, yeah, I get six percent. You know, and then they turn around and get thirteen. Yeah, because you find out it might put them out of business. It's, it's not or something like that, but it's not gonna put them out of business necessarily. But it's it gives you. I might you might be a little less inclined to pay what you want to pay if you know they're gonna make so much. I see what you're saying. Yeah, nah. I mean, you ever, you ever, 
you know, thought about saying, hey, man, I want to get a house. Like, did you, yeah. did you, do you, when you say that, but do you, you think about the equity part? Yeah. Off the top. Not off the top, but the thing about it is when it comes to buying a house, man, that's a mm-hmm. whole, that's a process. Oh, yeah. Sometimes but, it takes you know, you six, guys, seven got, months. Yeah, but you got to weigh your options on top of that as, as well because you yeah. don't want to mess around and get a loan where it's like you really can't afford to pay this back. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's why, like, I don't know, man. You got to you gotta do your homework, basically. Yeah. Long yeah. story short. It's, 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 it's more, to, you got to do your homework and you got to have somebody that actually cares yeah. to talk to about it. Because some people, they say they care, but they care about the sale. Of course. You know, me personally, I don't, I don't, I'm not in this game, you know, to, to make something off of people. I'm in this game to make people better people. Right. You know, I care. I care about strangers. I, you know, because at a certain point, people ain't care about me at all. You know what I mean? I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't ask for help from nobody. Right. You know, so now I'm in a position where I can give somebody something. I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I really, you know, think that a lot of more people should be that way. It's not easy. It ain't. It's not me. easy. <laughs> it's not easy caring about somebody who ain't never did nothing for you. Yeah. But, you know, if you was down on, on your luck, who, who would be that person to pick you up? You know what I mean? Some people say it was family. Uh, you know, you blessed if you got that. Of course. Some people say it's your friends. You know, you blessed if you got that. But some people don't have none of that. Yeah. You, you know? gotta try to build a network for you for yourself yeah. to a degree. It takes time. It yeah. takes time. It takes effort. It takes believing and, and, and just realizing that you need to live in the moment to make your future better. Definitely. You know? So do you think like what you got all you have going on right now, cause I know you're still working, you know, nine to five, whatever, but you're trying mm-hmm. to attain that you know, financial freedom, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So do you find it difficult sometimes trying to balance out the two? Because it's oh, like, you Lord. know where you want to be at, but at the same time, you got to balance the reality of what you're dealing with right now. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, get like man. ahead of yourself and try to, like, I guess, rewire yourself thinking like, okay, I can't do this right now, but, mm-hmm. you know, I should go about this a certain way to put me in a better uh, situation. Well, it's, it's, it all depends on how, how serious you are about getting to that end goal. Are you serious about you know, having financial freedom? Are you serious about, you know, not having to, to wake up and, and go to work every day? Because you're going to have to put in more work than you put in at your job Hell in order yeah. to make that happen. You know, and that was the hardest part for me. A lot of sleepless nights, you know, and stuff like that. But it, it all come down to that work ethic. If you could work hard to get them shoes, you know, if you could work hard to get that female yeah. or that or, or that guy or you know whoever you are or what you what you're striving for, mm-hmm. you could do it to build yourself up. Yeah, you know, if if, if that's what you really want out of life, nah, you know, I get that. It'll come to you. Sure. So I guess we get to some like a little bit more, uh, not fun but yeah. entertaining stuff. Yeah. So I know if you heard, uh, everybody knows by now that Twenty One Savage is at risk of being deported. Right. Which I think that was probably the strangest thing I saw on Super Bowl Sunday. Did they get him out of there? I think they I got think him he, out of there. Ah, you know, he's still locked in. Oh, okay. What I've heard. Okay. Yeah. I did hear that Jay Z um, got him a lawyer. Wow. Big up, big up, big up yeah. to Jay Z yeah, for that. For sure. That's you know, big. He, he in position, and he told people, you know, he was going to get to that position. Yeah. You know, and he did it. Yeah. See how long it took him to get there, but he oh, strived man. towards it because you know everybody in mother say free, but. Those yeah. words can only go, but so far, yeah, you the know, actions. and we, you know, and you know, the world had a a, a ball with uh, twenty one oh, getting the deported. Jokes? Oh my god! I ain't gonna lie. Now, granted, that situation being locked up is not funny, but them jokes was rolling, bro. And I ain't no. gonna fake. I laughed at a few of them shits. The situation's not funny, a, a few but of them. The jokes. I laughed at all of them. My yeah. clothes are <laughs> Like it's messed, it's messed up, but you know, people, you have a because of social media, it's no, it's. It's no holds bar when it comes to, you know, just the just just talking about people, man. Just drag. Yeah. You get drugged. 
For everybody sure. get drugged. Yeah. You it know, comes like, for everybody at some point. And 21, I'll, I'll follow 21. 21 and drag everybody too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. drag people. Yeah. You know, so so now you got to deal with something that's real. You know, you get, you get dragged. You know, now you got other people on the other side like, oh man, he's a person. And Man, I think it depends on the on the person because you know Demi Lovato I guess thought it was funny so she tweeted some shit about the oh yeah. And apparently she got cyberbullied again, so she stopped tweeting. But it's like, come the fuck on, man. Because <laughs> when Bobby and Whitney was on their drugs hard, the jokes were flying. It's still cartoons out there to this day oh still be throwing God. jokes on them. So it's like, if they can joke about them, why can't we joke about her? I feel like every once in a while when it comes to like white celebrities, people want to find, a, I guess, find hear the other, both sides of it. When it's oh, black man. celebs, they don't care. If they're on drugs, they're on drugs. No, nah, man. The jokes I, just fly. I, every people, go, people are people. People yeah. are people. You know, I'm not going to go down into the philo- philosophical... You know, when it comes to blacks and whites and all that stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, I just say this. You know, we, we as black people run the world. You know, it wouldn't be no social media memes without us. Yeah. You know, so if she want to jump into the fray, she she a target. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, you put that right. big red mark on your back and we're going we gonna to drag you, you know. Exactly. Because we ain't going we gonna to do it better than anybody else. Because that's just what we do. Nah, that's you a know? fact. Definitely, it's kind of like we just re- we keep reinventing the wheel. Yeah, but twenty one, I mean, I, I I listened to twenty one and I watched the little young boy grow up, man. You know, I think twenty one, twenty six years old or something like that, twenty five or something like that. Yeah, he's a young cat, and what he did, man, in the time that he was here, people wish they could do. Of course, you know, so you, he got the respect. That's granted, but you know, the stuff that he got to deal with is is because of a stupid, you know, president, president, you know, whatever. You know yeah. we ain't gonna talk about the T word right now. Yeah, nah, we off that. For we ain't spot, even gonna give right? him. We ain't even gonna give him some sunshine. Not and, at all. In the night, you know, nah. He, yeah, but but that's unfortunate though, man. It's just crazy because like I guess they say he came here when he was thirteen. So from thirteen, let's just we can do the quick math. Thirteen years, he yeah. made that big of a jump in his life. Right. You feel right. I mean, that's kind of remarkable. If anything, he, he had people around him to tell him how to do it the right way. Like he didn't go get a record deal. Right. You know he owned all this stuff. You know that's that's the hard part, right there. Yeah, getting your masters back. What? Yeah, of course. You got to fight to get it back. Once you give it away, yep. he ain't give it to nobody. He did all he put his work in, and he listened to the OGs. Yeah, you know, and that's one thing. Twenty one say he can't relate to his generation. Mm-hmm. You know, because of the old heads that that brought him up. You know, and that's that's another reason why I respect him so much because he kept it a hundred. He kept it G. Yeah, you know, it's it's hard to do that in his, in today's times. When you exposed to so many different things and, and so many new mistakes that a lot of people make, you know, get caught up trying to be like everybody else. You know, twenty one is twenty one. Ain't nobody like him. Yeah. You know, that's how I feel about him. Yeah, it's kind of one of a kind. Yeah. Nah. You know, that's kind of interesting. Now, as you said, I never thought about that. Yeah, twenty one, man. He, man, I bang with twenty one, man. Nah, he, he, yeah, he a good dude. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, he got some trash out there. Of course, but, <laughs> we all do. I mean, we're all him, you guys are trash in the mix, but you know, he, he, I still bang with most of, like his last CD. His last album was great. That's the oh, first, I'm not gonna last the first one. I, I call think it I, CD. Look, I'm old, man. It, man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, like his last joint he put out though, that's like the first album I think I finished from like start to finish. Because the ones prior to that, mm-hmm. well, all right, it's the album was he okay. He had a little look, look good song, sprinkle here. Yeah, man. exactly. Like a lot of artists do today. That's yeah. another conversation. Yeah, definitely. But um, speaking of like the Super Bowl and all of that, uh. Would you say that pro sports is kind of sort of hitting a decline well, right now? Yeah, man, but that's that's really from the politics, man. It's a lot of politics around that. Why you say that as far as like only certain players are put in a certain spotlight or I mean, you know, people are trying to take part in the in the in the bigger scheme of things that's going on outside of the, you know, like the NFL and the NBA, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, it, uh, 
when you talk about sports, like what sports particular in particular? I would say, even though I haven't watched baseball, but baseball, I don't see hardly any other big hitter home runs like that no more. Man, baseball make uh, me sleepy, dude. It's like, same here. <laughs> but I mean, Grant, when we were younger though, you used to yeah. see like Bama's hitting the ball off the park, like oh Aaron my god, Bonds, man. shit you, like that. You felt you, more. It was more interactive. It seemed like you know everybody had baseball cards back exactly. in the day. Yeah, even you know Dion was playing both football yeah, yeah, and yeah, baseball. Yeah. That's what kind of made me bring it Old up. Jackson, I, man. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. after watching this thirty for thirty recent, I saw like. It was way more entertaining. It was more mm-hmm. stuff to it. It's the storyline behind it. Now it's just like people just trying to get overpaid, basically. Football, same thing. I feel as though quarterbacks, it's not as entertaining as it used to be anymore. No, no, no. They're not as athletic. They're not as cerebral as they used to be. Mm-hmm. NBA, I feel like it's just a bunch of uh, athletic guys just trying to hang out with their friends. Now, granted, that's fine. It's yeah. what you do off the court. Yeah. But on the court, it's not as competitive as it used to be to me anymore. Oh, yeah. You feel me? Like It's just like... No, man, it's like you know, everybody working together and, you know, trying to figure out how many, how many people can work together as much as possible so, yeah, they, get, so they can get the championship. They're not as competitive at all, you know, but it, it's just it, that social media stuff, man. You think I really part? Heck yeah, man. Why, why you say that? I think only because, you know, people emotionally in charged, you know, in these situations before, they wouldn't even allow the players to have conversations off hmm. the court like that. Do you really think about the nineties, man? Okay. Yeah. Think about the nineties. How many times did you see a sports figure out saying stuff about political views and you know how he feel about life and all that stuff like that? If anything, you see him, he on a court or he on a field, you know, whatever. And that's that was just how it was back yeah, then. Yeah, prior to Iverson, I can't think of anybody <laughs> else really like outspoken and just being who he was. Now you say that. Oh my goodness, you know Iverson changed the league forever. Yeah, he did. You know, he got and, the dress code started. But that was another era. That was after the '90s, you know, yeah. early 2000s. Yeah, you know, and, and he had everybody with the cornrows on. Yep, tattoos you know, with the big clothes. You know, what I'm saying tattoos. You know, he, he changed the game. But you know, again, there was no social media back there, but people were still outraged. Oh yeah, they were compl- yeah. People Once were he got the outraged. MVP award, David Stern was like, "Hold up, man, we gotta switch but this shit up." If you remember, you know, when, when Iverson changed the game with the clothes, mm-hmm. the NBA and they they added that that dress code. Yeah, you know, exactly. and then everybody had on the suits. Yup. And they was mad because they had to wear the suits. Yeah, the big and they're like, joints. "Man, I can't even be comfortable." <laughs> but now it, then it made them feel like they was going to work and not doing what they were supposed, you know, what they enjoy, and that's playing sports. Yeah, you know, but. That's the that's the times, man. The mm. times make it, it. That social media piece, man, is powerful. It's yeah. powerful, man. It's in your face. You got to deal with it all the time, and it, and it's emotions that you didn't have to deal with back in the day. Hmm. Mm-mm. Nah, that's real. I never thought about it like that. But uh, hmm. Yeah, man. So, well, who is your favorite sports team? Me? Well, basketball wise, or do you have any? Well, I got I gotta be honest, man. I'm not really a, a sports kind of cat, you know, because I I can't say I like because I like money because it's definitely money in sports. No question, definitely money in sports. But you know, I, I mean, I like I like the Golden State Warriors, you know, in basketball, you know, uh, in football, I like the Packers. They're trash. Everybody say they trash. Yeah, we've been um, loving them for a while. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You no, know, but it. It, it you know it's. I don't even think I have a, a baseball team. What, what no, are your favorites? Well, for me, teams. of course, skins. Wizards, yeah. even though we're garbage. Oh, and I mean the Nationals, man. We just can't get over the hill. But that's another conversation. I'm not that big on baseball either, for real. Mm-hmm. But I mean, no hockey. Nah, I mean I did go to the uh, Capitals parade though. I forgot to talk about it on the podcast a while ago. Yeah. That was a dope parade. I seen. Yeah. Uh, I seen um, Snoop. Uh, commentating on some on some hockey man. when they was fighting the uh, on man. the ice. That yeah, yeah, funny. man. 
It's like bomb on him, cuz. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, and that's that's that was entertaining to me. I never turned on again, but me as long as Snoop was on exactly. there, I'm it like, brings man, a personality to it. Yeah, man. it's a different. It's a different. He he had no business there. Yeah. But you know, sports man, Snoop is like one of the the biggest sports fans, man. You'll ever if you follow him on social media or just you know anything. He's he loves sports. He know it. It don't matter what kind of sport it is. He, yeah. he know all the players and stuff like that. You know, he's an old school cat. Yeah, but you know, yeah, I don't, I don't have too many teams that I, I really bang with like that. But yeah, man. oh, so not one of like just I'm a LeBron fan type of people. Oh no, nah, man, I'm Jordan, Jordan all day, man. Oh yeah, oh damn, no, nah, man. That debate. <laughs> I grew up watching Jordan, man. My father got his Jordans from the Chicago, uh, from Michael Jordan store in Chicago. Oh yeah, like he literally flew out to see Michael Jordan play. It was a big. And he deal. went to the to the store and bought um the Elevens. Okay, the the oh, brand like 96? Yeah. yeah, you know, he in 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 he still got them. Wow, you know, so but I grew up, I grew up with 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 Jordan, you know, and I felt like, you know, the way LeBron carried himself, I couldn't really agree with it. But you know, people got really? they oh yeah. because of you talking about from the Miami thing or just going to L.A. Period. Just, I think just, I know why he went to L.A. I mean, he's a businessman at the end of the day, of course. and me being a businessman, I gotta understand the moves he was making. But you know, I I seen him fall too many times. You know, and crying and, and shit like that. Oh, I don't, I don't competitive, like, competitive wise, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, he wasn't like Jordan. Whereas, the, as soon as you walk in the court with Jordan, he gonna call you a bitch to your face. <laughs> and and then and then if you think you better than him, he gonna outplay you. Facts. With with LeBron, he oh man, you you know he gonna he gonna he chill on you. You know he he gonna pass the ball off. He gonna do whatever you do. But I will say one thing about LeBron. I think he's the most all best all around player in the history of the game of basketball. Oh, no I'll question. give him that. Yeah, I'll Hell give him an that. athlete. But but he doesn't have that that competitive edge, that that killer mentality that Mike had. You and know, yeah, like even Kobe. Kobe yeah, had even that. Kobe, oh my god. But yeah. but you know, Kobe took his cue from Mike. Of course. You know, so like I, like I said, I don't know too much about sports, but I know about I know about Jordan. I know about you know all of them years because I had to watch it. You know, with my peoples and stuff like that. So yeah. you know, it's just now I watched you know with with LeBron and stuff like that. I couldn't really agree with him but you know he's the king it's his time yeah. you know i think i think he on his way out i think so too somebody's trying to tell me that he's trying to wait to play with his son but i just don't see that happening because father time's undefeated yeah man you know he, he pushing 40 yeah you know we let's think about some 40 year old players vince carter vince yeah. carter still playing oh my god let's not talk about dirt <laughs> i was gonna say dirt too. oh my god man dirt i think he went five games oh and five on four <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think he made a shot, but they still made it sure he went to the All Star game. Hey man, you know special appearance. Long as them checks clearing, fuck it. That's they yeah, play. Like, man. I get it because you gotta redefine your game as you get older too. And you know, Dirk got a black uh, wife. Oh yeah, I see him bring the uh, ten full place to the game all the time. Oh my god, so I already man. know what's up. He cool. He's a cool dude. <laughs> cool dude. I bang with Dirk, man. Nah, he seemed like good people. Uh, yeah. Let's see another situation I saw recently going on. Uh, well, if you seen the Fry Festivals documentaries yet? Since we're talking no, about no, no. what anyway. happened with that, so our, this is like maybe two or three years ago on Instagram at the back and whatever they had these orange pe uh, pictures they were putting up, mm -hmm. and long story short, it's for this festival they were having like Rolling Loud and stuff like that in the Bahamas. So some guy had bought some islands allegedly. Oh, wait, 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 what's loud, man? What you talking about? Rolling Loud. Yeah, it's a, a festival down in um, Miami they have every year. Rolling Loud. Yeah, it's called Rolling Loud. And you're not talking about, huh? Yeah, Coachella. Coachella. It's like that, but it's oh, Miami. Okay. okay, all right. That's all yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all it is. So, yeah. You say loud, man. I'm from nah, the street. No, yeah. no packs here, man. No packs. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. where it derives from. Okay. But, um, for the, for, uh, but the documentaries are really interesting because, like, 
long story short, this kid named Billy McFarlane uh-huh. used to get uh, rappers to come by his little uh, parties he was throwing and stuff like that. Yeah. So long story short, for people that haven't seen the Fried Docs on Netflix and uh, Hulu, he uh, got in partners with Ja Rule basically. So got Ja Rule to be like the face of the of the. Uh, festival and, and stuff 50, like that 50 didn't know anything about this 50 probably didn't care at that point he already didn't dog <laughs> oh, he's sweet. oh he got him out okay yeah right. but the thing is like long story short the thing that's crazy about it is billy had these investors they he would pitch to and they would throw him millions of dollars mm. so long story short let so long story less long he started pre-selling tickets and he was selling cabanas and stuff like that for oh, the, okay sound cool but they were charging like damn they were like 10k plus for tickets and stuff so he ends up and keep, the thing that blew my mind, people were paying for it, and they, they had sold, sold out. out. They sold out the first day. What they gave you, like cocaine with that or something? No. All they gave you, like, it depends. Like, you could have get a cabana or the in-house chef or some crazy shit like that. What the fuck all kind of meals stuff. they going to make me for 10 here's, grand? Here's the crazy they got part. that golden chicken shit? Ah, uh, they might have. Oh, no. Um, they, never, they never put a menu, but the crazy thing about <laughs> it is that he was getting companies to, like, invest with him, thinking this stuff was really going to happen. So, long story short, he got over a... Uh, Got a little ahead of himself, mm-hmm. trying to make the festival happen faster than it was supposed to. Mm. And he basically ended up scamming all those people, Scam. walking with all that money. And his investors never got their investment back either. Oh, man. He should have Kodak, man. But the thing that's crazy to me Scamming is like, he's done that before, though. He had a credit card company who just had the same situation oh, where he yeah, yeah. had some investors and they never made, made their money back. But the wildest thing about it to me is that people will still invest with them. Now, granted, he just caught six years for doing this. Mm. Only is, six years? That, yeah, thank you. Exactly. I mean, that speaks for itself. He only got a six-year bid for oh, that. Oh, man. And now uh, him and Jaro are ordered to pay one White those, guy, black guy? It's white guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, okay. hey, man, the white privilege is elastic. Man. But um, basically, this one company called EHI, which is one of his investor companies. I heard he owes EHI. Them, yeah, he owes mm. them $3 mil, basically, mm. him and Jaro. Granted, will they ever see that money? I, I highly doubt it. Jaro tickets was $15 a piece. I don't think he's gonna have three million times soon. I mean, he might. Oh yeah, have... but then Fifty bought all his uh, masks. That was alleged. I don't know. It ain't happening. I don't think. I think that was a joke, bro. Okay, right. I don't think that's plausible. But Fifty's a troll, man. Well, I can understand where Fifty's coming from with that because he tried to end Fifty's career before he even got big, bro. Like, well, I mean, they... Earth. Yeah. Of course, it's deep in the rap, other yeah. stuff, but for the most part, I can see why why Fifty went as hard as he did. Yeah. At this point, it's kind of corny, but it makes sense. Yeah. But, I agree. Yeah, but like. I don't know, man. I just think it's just kind of strange to me how this guy has that's been known for scamming, you know, investors and uh-huh. stuff like that. Always has a second, third, fourth chance to Be- do that. I shit. mean, because just because he's known for scamming people doesn't mm. mean that he lost his business credit. And that's mm. another thing that I tell people right. about business credit. You know, because you know your your business credit could be you know way better than your personal credit. Your personal credit, you might go to the bank and say, "Give me a loan." They give you ten thousand. You go to get the business credit, they might give you one hundred ten thousand. Really. You know, it's just the difference, you know, in, in, in credit. But, hmm. you know, a lot of those cats, man, especially when they run into big problems, every six seconds in America, this is a real uh, statistic, fact check me if you want, mm-hmm. every six seconds in America, somebody files bankruptcy. Really? You know, and people are scared of bankruptcy. But, you know, those people, those business people take high advantage. They take a lot, you know, they take full advantage of filing bankruptcy because they don't have to deal with, you know, all the rigmarole. Yeah. Yeah, I made a mistake. It was $3 million. I filed bankruptcy <laughs> on that business. Now it's a shelf corporation. If somebody wanted, they could pay the $3 million and, and take all, all of his, his work that he put on that business. Really? Literally. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, you know, he, he'll, he'll file bankruptcy on the one business. He'll mm-hmm. go buy another business with already has established credit. And boom, he's back in the mix. Just like that? Just Don't they like give that. you a certain... I know it's different types of... <clears throat> 
bank rusty. I know it's chapter seven, chapter thirteen, right? Yeah, chapter yeah. So chapter thirteen is the one where you can have a shell business. I'm assuming. It it depends. Like you know, you probably talking about um. You're not looking at it from like houses and stuff like that. For nah. ways though, you can't get a house if you file. Right, that's how I was thinking about like it. Oh, okay, you know, but it, I I work with people and six months later they in the house. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's real. You know, it just it it just depends on how you set it up because, you know, it's it's we could talk about credit lines, we could talk about stuff like that. For ways though, if you file bankruptcy, mm -hmm. I could put you on my credit card, and all of my credit card history will mm -hmm. land on your credit. But because you filed bankruptcy, you didn't have any credit. Now you got all those years of good credit mm -hmm. just from me adding you to that card as an authorized user. So you would be like a co-signer for that credit card? That's what exactly. I'm wondering. Okay. But, that makes sense. That's but you can't make... It's not like a co-signer because with a co-signer, you know, you can control the account. Yeah. You're just an authorized user, an authorized person with the card. So you're on it. You can't make any changes, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you can make payments hmm. and you still get all the credit history. Interesting. You know, and that's the same thing with the shelf course. You know, you, you jump out there, they got all of us credit established, and you can get all that back. It doesn't matter if you file in Chapter 13. Because you, you got repayment, mm -hmm. uh, you know, bankruptcy, and then you got full bankruptcy where you don't have to pay anything back. Damn. These people are paying, they're doing a full bankruptcy. They don't have to pay anything back. Oh, like 50 cent? Yeah. When you got in touch with Rick Ross, baby. But that's, that's, that's business. That's a yeah. lot of the reason why I try to get people to set up their own LLCs and things like that. Right. Because, you know, it's a, it's a power in having a limit, limited liability company, you know, because you can make those mistakes and just trash it hmm. and start over. Hmm. You know, and, and, and it's just like that. It's like, damn, you know, wasn't you just messed up? Yeah, but yeah. I'm not in that. <laughs> wow. You know, but that's the game. You know, you got to learn how to play. Damn. Just like you know, just like you figure out how to play, you know, jewel whatever the shit on your your phone. Oh, or, be jewel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you you learn how to play two K. If you can learn how to do that shit, mm -hmm. you can learn how to start a business. That's how I look at it. Ah, that's real. Yeah. It all, like I said, this all depends on what's what's your end goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, some people end goal end goal is just being able to scam until they get they can't scam no more. And that's just that's that's the dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he say, "Yo, I'm trying to scam. I'm scamming. <laughs> I'm a I'm a keep scamming." Yeah, if and you all got supporters for it, of course. It's too many. To it's you. too many loopholes. That's yeah. why the rich pay the less, the least amount of taxes out of everybody hmm. because of the loopholes. Damn, like <laughs> sale corporation. I guess that's not that's not where like I don't know if you ever heard this thing called ISIS paper or something like that. They had mm -hmm. they were talking about I guess how the rich stash their money in shell corporations overseas mm -hmm. and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So that's where all that comes from? Yeah, because I mean, when you talk about overseas, you talk about tax evasion. Hmm. Because if, if, if you have a, a business in the Virgin Islands and stuff like that, mm -hmm. they're not subject to United States uh, tax taxation and stuff like that. I see. You know, if you have it in Bermuda or some crazy place. Like Bali. You know, Bali. Yeah. You know, you, don't, you, you worry about their taxes, not the United States. Even though you're getting, you know, your money is converted over to United States money, you're still not subject to those, you know, taxations. Damn, so basically what you could do is start a business, use an address somewhere out there. Oh, it's not easy. Okay. I it's not they make it hard for you. They make it hard for you to, to be able to establish that connection. Wow. You know, you gotta know some people. Damn. But you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Of course. Yeah. It's always a loophole to everything out here. Oh, yeah. Damn. So uh that's another question I <laughs> I got you right here, man. Oh, appreciate that, bro. So uh so I don't know if you read into that Liam Neeson situation. Damn, man, my buddy, man. Yeah, boys out here wilding. If they take you, <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Nah, so I go spend too much time on it. But what happened was apparently one of his friends was raped by a black guy back in the day, mm-hmm. and for some wild ass reason, I I guess he thought I get where the thought pattern was coming from, but for him to come out and honestly put mm-hmm. that in the articles, kind of mm-hmm. half ass backwards when he got a movie to promote. So basically, Man. he just said he was feeling the urge to kill like a black guy with like a crowbar. Said he was like going that. down the street looking for a black guy to kill. Yeah, and I'm like. That doesn't make too much sense to me, bro. It doesn't make too much sense, first off, because you're Liam Nelson. It's not a real movie, and a nigga will fuck you up. Exactly. <laughs> and, and he gonna fuck you up, and he not gonna be. He not gonna understand why he just beat your ass. Exactly. He's gonna be like, damn, why the fuck I just beat his ass like, man? Who was this dude? Yo, he came talking about he was gonna kill me. He locked up. Liam Nelson mad. Yeah. You know that was what was gonna happen to him. Crowbar. What or, the fuck you gonna do to crowbar? Nothing. With a nigga that that lift. Or just get your head took off. Right. All in one. Yo, give like, me that shit. Because like, this is not a movie, man. You know this is I mean? real life. This is real life, man. You, you, you know, you, you choreographed, you know, ducking that punch. A nigga, he, you already punched and slammed. Yeah. You punched and slammed. In now one motion. What? Yeah. <laughs> you That's know what I mean? Fact. And Liam Nelson is not, he's not a, Liam Neeson yeah, is not Neeson. a small cat. Yeah. I think he's like 6'2 or something like that. Yeah. Everybody got a puncher's chance though, man. But... He, a nigga don't have to be big. That's what I'm saying. To fuck you up. Not at all. He just fuck you up. <laughs> it's just especially got it's something about us. It's something about us. We expecting it. You know why is he your demeanor? I can feel your energy. Right. You know we we connect to everybody in the world. That's why you know we love people so much. We forgive everybody. We damn sure do. But because because we connected to him. Yeah. So you know you walk up, man. You gonna feel that heat. <laughs> and then next thing you know, you in trouble because you didn't beat his ass. You know, now, I, me personally, mm-hmm. you know, I say, man, I banged with Liam Neeson for the two or three summers he had to take the movies coming out. Yeah. But for that, I ain't know what the hell he was in. Apparently, he was in Lord of the Rings or some shit like that. That's news to me. I don't know I, 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 Somebody told me he was in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I can't think of nothing else. Same here. It's like, I was never checking for the sun anyway. But the, I think the crazy. Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, 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 Damn. yeah. Shout out to Star Wars, man. For sure. You know, my, but, my, my geeks out there. <laughs> but that's wild, though, because, like, I think the thing that kind of boggles my mind, not just the fact about him wanting to kill random black people, but the fact that the media kind of tries to make it, try to rebrand racism, because yeah. I guess he claimed he took, like, a power walk, and he let it go. But he was, like, he was letting it go as he was looking for people to kill. Exactly. That's why I'm like, you know, the thing... It, <sighs> no, so know. let me power walk back and forth in front of your house looking for some white people to kill. Right, Exactly. It ain't gonna happen. It's not. <laughs> First off, I'm gonna get pulled up because I'm walking back and forth in front of a white person's house. Exactly. What the hell is this nigga doing? That, that <laughs> that's what's confusing me, son. It's you like, know, this white guy, man, they don't know if he's a fucking janitor. If they ain't looking at his face, they're they not worried about him at all. Right. But if it was a black person, you know, why are you walking around like this, man? What the fuck you got a crowbar for? You know? Yeah, nah, I'm with you, bro. What would you do? What would you do? First off, would you recognize Liam Nelson, Liam Neeson? First of all, no, I probably wouldn't. I was like, it's a random white guy walking around. Yeah, man. I mean, he probably had on a button up and some regular ass jeans. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, you not want you going you going to look at him like you know he just going to the bar, man. He going to buy some Jaeger bombs. Exactly. <laughs> and and that's it. You know, but he looking to kill somebody. And I don't think he got it in him to kill somebody. I don't think so either. I guess that. Par- I think if anything, somebody probably catch him, do him too. Exactly. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know? that's, uh, that's that's the funny thing about it, son. It's like the media tries to rebrand racism like it's an old nightclub that got shot up the and media, trying to reopen it. The media get pays get paid to to build that narrative because yeah. it's hot. Hmm. It's hot. Remember, I told you we run shit. Yeah. So if 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 racism is hot and and black people run shit, we gonna we gonna bring it to them. We gonna make sure that 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 narrative continues 
because yeah. it's people to something to talk about and we're gonna be talking we're gonna say we're gonna say what we're thinking <laughs> and that's sure. that's gonna make it hot for them that's gonna bring them you know the viewers the listeners you know that's that's it's 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 all one big cycle, you know. Ah, uh, you know what? You're right. I think social media kind of makes it kind of worse to a degree. Not the worst, but I feel like there's there's one thing to be spreading the worst, but sometimes I just feel like it's just like they just sensationalizing certain situations with shit. I mean, that's their job. They wouldn't they wouldn't have the followers that they have if they didn't romanticize the nonsense hmm. because infamy sells. The villain wins. Yeah, that's the narrative, right? Yeah, you know we don't we don't we ain't following the cat that's telling everybody the right thing to do. We following the cat that's leading everybody. You know, he getting money, saying fuck the world. You know, what I mean that's the right. person we following. We not following the the the, the good energy yeah. and stuff like that. We listen to it, but that's not what the person that got four point five million like Takashi, bitch ass. Yeah, <laughs> ratting on people. You know stuff yeah. like that. You know, but again. You know, that's another guy that we people people love the fact that he trolled so much. You know, he you know fifty call him his son. You know, but at the same time, he's not his son now. Of course, because he because he didn't rat it on everybody. But, yeah. You know, everybody was watching just to see what he was going to do next because yeah. he was an asshole. You know, it's entertainment, but at the same time, he made money off of us. Oh, no question. You know that shit ain't cool. It ain't. But the thing you got to think about is son. Who I mean, granted, we run it, but who really owns it? Cause we don't really we don't own. own it. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's what Jay Z did, you know. Yeah. With title, he went and he went and got his own shit. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm mad as shit. I can't listen to uh you know uh dead presidents and shit. And when I want to, I gotta go with title. <laughs> yeah. You know, it might and then the shit come on Pandora and I can't even replay the song. Nope. Cause he only give you one playback. <laughs> Say nah, damn, yo, Jigga, none of that. Nah, you're right. Same thing with uh, I think Blueprint 2.5. You can't find that shit anywhere, not even on YouTube. Man, I forgot the shit came out. <laughs> I mean, album wasn't all that anyway, but that's another conversation. But yeah, it's hard to find a lot of his stuff now, man, because you know he fought back to get ownership of his own shit. So I get it. I get the reason behind it, but it's just like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's life, man. You know, it's 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 crazy. It's a crazy world, man. I think we run out of time too. Man. Yeah, I think so too. But uh, before you get up out of here, man, um, I got anything you wanted to plug for you, Dip? Well, I mean, you know, like I said, man, you can follow me on IG. Um, it's, it's knowledge equals green, and each space is an underscore. Um, if 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 y'all listening to my voice, um, you know, just give me a call on my cell, man. If y'all have any questions about any type of financial anything, you know, if I if I know it, you'll know it, and it's not gonna make you pay for it. You know, if you need the credit repair and stuff like that, you know, you gonna have to pay. You know, I can give you some pointers, right? But you know, if 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 you're gonna patronize anybody else, mm-hmm. you know, patronize yourself. Pay for your pay for yourself, you know what I mean, to get yourself right. But um that phone number is four one zero two five eight six two eight six. You give me a call anytime, man. People call me, you know, from the West Coast, it'd be two o'clock in the morning. You know, I got people listening living in Anchorage, Alaska, you know, call me, man. They call me at five o'clock in the morning, you know, it's eight o'clock at night or whatever. Right. Them, you know, Damn. and I'm open to that. You know, I might not answer the phone because I'm asleep. You know, I'm with my girl, you know, doing our thing. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> Hit me up, man. Leave me a message. Shoot me a text. I'll talk to you. You know what I mean? Don't don't bullshit me. You know, either. Don't call and play games. If you really want to call and really want to make a difference or, or you really want some good info, that number again is 410-258-6286. For sure. Well, I'm going to definitely plug all your socials and everything into the uh, uh, description of the episode. So. Yeah, man. But, uh, Appreciate as, that. Oh, for sure, man. Some friends do. But, you know, as always, you already know you can find me on Shadow Solo on Twitter. Shot solo on Instagram, which I'm rarely on, but I get on. 
Follow the podcast at Thoughts Pending Pod on Instagram as well. Also, if y'all didn't know, the uh, podcast is now available on Spotify. They got me out the way finally. But it's on <laughs> Spotify, SoundCloud, hey. iTunes, and Stitcher. So uh, I would definitely appreciate y'all leave like a rating or whatever. Uh, and then that's all our time until the next time. And we are officially out. Peace. Love.